Hold on, hold on. Let me restart that. Let me restart that. What's going on, everyone? It is Dave and Thomas to my left, as always, keeping himself hydrated with some H2O as opposed to his traditional signature Mountain Dew. But uh, welcome to the Sin City Sportscast. It's been a while. Uh, Sin City Sportscast podcast. What's it called? A podcast. And uh, um, yeah, it's been a while. We haven't been on since uh, December 8th. So holidays. Uh, and holidays and just we live on opposite and, yeah. ta- sides of the town from each other now. Deegan's fault. Yeah, we'll play partially on Deegan. So Sean, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, Super Saturday. Uh, Super Bowl's tomorrow. We got the Rams and the Patriots. Um Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl, potentially sixth win. Um, Rams with their young quarterback and that team being the kind of best of the bo- both LA teams, kind of making a statement for itself. Yeah, I remember. When is that? When is that stadium going to be built for in them? LA? Yeah, is it next this next no, up season or you're after? In, it's okay. like the same time as the Vegas, Vegas stuff. Vegas, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think. I'm, I'm I think I I, I think I remember seeing something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's a very exciting time. Um, of course, everyone and their mom, except for some people in Rhode Island and Boston and New England area, are rooting for the Patriots. You mean the Rams? What did I say? Is it everybody in Rhode Island? Ex- oh, maybe you did the reverse. I wasn't. I'm sorry. Just basically, every majority of America is betting on the Rams because they. Yeah, the way you phrased it, I thought you were saying the Patriots. Yeah, my bad. So uh, we'll get into that, talk about the spread and everything a little bit. Um, we have some UNLV basketball uh, talk, some Vegas Golden Knights. UFC released a press release uh, on Monday that we'll talk about. Um, but real quick, I just wanted to say uh, when I was moving last year, we were moving around this time, and I had placed some bets on the Eagles, and uh, they were like two $20 bets, um, and I had won them, and they have gotten packed. So Megan was unpacking some stuff. We're trying to organize our garage and she found the tickets and on the back of tickets. Usually they say after, you know, 90 to 120, 120 days after the ticket has been bet. uh, Can you redeem it? Otherwise it's void. Yeah. And so I went to the sports book to try to, to try to see what they would do. And they just said, Hey, this is a valid bet. So they just reprinted the ticket for me and cashed it. Wow. That's nice. But which casino? Uh, Ali- it's a Boyd gaming property, okay, gotcha. Aliante. Yeah. Um, I've been there before. Yeah, so, um, so that was pretty out. sweet. And then I put some money into a Wonder Woman slot machine and get made uh, fifty dollars out of twenty. Mm, so nice. um, it was nice. a nice little bonus. So yes. uh, I put some more money on this year's Super Bowl. I put uh, twenty down on the Rams to win money line, which is yeah. plus one twenty. So for every dollar I bet I w- and win, I get a dollar twenty. And um, I took the over. The over, I have to get at least 57 to win. Gotcha, yeah. I think uh, I like the first half under. We're just jumping in and talking about the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's just talk about the Super Bowl. Talk about it. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I, mean, I like the Rams to win this game. Actually, I was just saying if we go back, if you uh, save our podcast, you can listen to our preview, uh, NFL preview for this year. My prediction before the season started was actually Rams versus oh Jaguars. Oh, my goodness. So uh, and Rams winning, so I was actually right. Even though um, last week we would obviously weren't on, uh, we didn't talk about the title games where the uh, Rams kind of Saints kind of got screwed over, but uh, not really screwed, screwed over, Dave, because other bad calls in that game uh, that weren't called in the Saints' favor. So it's kind of playing woulda, coulda, shoulda with bad calls in certain situations. Like Goff got face masked one time, and they weren't able to score a touchdown. They would have got a first down. And they had to kick a field goal to make it twenty six, I believe. To it would have been could have been. Third, uh, they could have a ten point lead, not just a six point lead, or whatever it was. Like, 
Um, so you can, you know, go back, and I don't really feel sorry for any teams after the Packers' bad luck over the years with onside <laughs> kicks and bullshit Hail Marys. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sucks. Uh, the Saints have won before. They lost. Now the Rams have a chance here. So I think, uh, yeah, the sharp side is actually the Rams. Uh, depending on where the money – I was listening to a, a sports book uh, – uh, or you call it a uh, general manager is talking about the where the money was coming in and now their East Coast properties and I think it was William Hill guy. They have East Coast obviously operations are illegal. They said East Coast the money is heavily on the Patriots, but everywhere else actually they said they're taking some good Rams action and actually a lot of the sharp money is on the Rams. So uh, that's why I kind of like taking the money line. Right now the line is minus uh, Patriots minus two and a half. It was minus start opened at minus two was up to minus three. And then went back down to minus two and a half. Uh, so there's like a pretty even action, I think, on it. I kind of like the, the money line as well. I was actually going to place my bet on the Rams money line at one. It was at one, plus 120 yesterday. I was like, I'm going to wait until it goes yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm going to wait until it goes up. I thought it was going to go back up to three. And actually, went the money line went down to plus 115. So I don't know if I'm going to wait it out. I can't. I don't think I'll go down to even maybe plus. Well, time's a ticking. Yeah, well, I'll see. I might place the a good line decent, is going to be nice and busy all day tomorrow. Too. I don't know. It's not, I'm not going to the book. Put all, you're going to put it all, all your money on one big bet? Well, I have a bunch of uh, prop bets we can go over probably. Uh, I have like uh, first <clears throat> Excuse me. First half, I like the under 27 and a half. I think it's going to start slow. Oh, Tom's busting out his wallet. He's about to go over his prop bets. Oh, your phone. I your don't phone. have tickets right now, Dave. It's all on my Sorry. It's all digital. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do have the under in that one. I have, will James White score a touchdown for the Badger? Yes, uh, plus 140. Uh, I have uh, James White over six receptions. So I have just but I like James White, so even though I don't like the Patriots. I have Gronkowski over four receptions. That seems low, so I don't know if that's a trap. Uh, that's minus 115 for the over four. Really? That's it? Yeah. That seems uh, really low. I have first half. Uh, what is here? Yeah, first half. Under twenty seven and a half. I have uh yeah, so Rams on or Rams the Rams Patriots. I was looking at the, the score here. I'm just reading off my phone, sorry if it seems a little choppy. Uh I also have shortest field goal made in the game over twenty six and a half. I figure they're not gonna be kicking short short field goals. They go for it a lot these days, unless it's like end of the quarter can get three points. Uh Rob Gronkowski first reception over eleven and a half yards is minus one ten. I have Todd Gurley over 64.5 total rushing yards for minus 110. Uh, I also have... Is there a prop bet that says, will C.J. Anderson score a touchdown? I have a C.J. Anderson prop. I have C.J. Anderson under 43.5 yards rushing. I think he's going to be bottled up and not have a lot of yards this, this game. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to pass the ball more. Um, but yeah, those are the, my major ones so far. Um, I'll probably put more on like MVP, first to score, shit like that, if I can get a good price in person at a book. Or Who do you think will be first to score? Like a player, I usually like to try to pick like a player on each team. So I'd pick, probably pick Sonny Michel for the Patriots. He scored first against the Chiefs, and he'd probably be the worst odds. Um, and then for the Rams, if I one of the others, like first player to score total in the game, so you can't win both. Um, that one's tougher. I mean, Todd Gurley obviously would be mm-hmm. the main choice people would make. Maybe put like one on Todd, maybe two on each, like Todd Gurley, and then like Robert Woods, which would be like higher odds. Right. And then do like. Sonny Michelle and Sonny Michelle and Julian Edelman, who wouldn't be as high odds, and hope that one of them score and you'd make money based upon or break even if you're lower one. So yeah. we'll see about that. But um, yeah, I don't know. hopefully it's a good game. Uh, the Patriots have played in nine Super Bowls, like you said, and all of them have been like very close games for the most part. Uh, not like blowouts or not either way. Or they start as blowouts like the Ra- the Falcons game, and then the Patriots came back or 
but usually they're pretty like within one possession so that would uh favor if you like the dog i'll probably put a little bit on the um rams if i can get the plus three or wait in game and then put on the rams if like the patriots would score first and it would get to like i don't know like plus eight or plus nine then hammer hammer the rams if the patriots would score first so yeah, I'm also going for the Rams because there's a lot of uh, Super Bowl 50 alum on the Rams side with Wade Phillips. Uh, Broncos, yeah. Uh, we have Aqib Tlaib and the fat back, C.J. Anderson. So it's how do you like uh, the Broncos? Speaking of that, we've been talking since the hires. How do you like Vic Fangio as the coach of the Broncos? And no, Gary Kubiak, who went to your uh, uh, yeah, Vikings. Kub- you Gary Kubiak, I saw that. Yeah, the the hit. Kubiak and I can't I forget his no 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 Kubiak <laughs> and what's the new coach's name uh, Vic Fangio 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 Vic Fangio came from he, the uh, Bears defensive coordinator yeah pretty old actually. yeah he is very old um well, like, so old for a first time head coach like 61. sixty yeah exactly early sixties so we'll see how long his his co- head coaching career lasts yeah always kind of a little on shaky ground people are not happy but he's gutted everything I mean he's reset that whole coaching staff yeah. And so, um, you know, there was a lack of discipline in Denver, and I think uh, Vic brings that. Oh, really? Because he's old. I mean, he has. It's his <laughs> attitude, and it's uh-huh. it's a it's a it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's the way you carry yourself that you and and you talk to people that I don't know. It just seems like he has just more confidence than Vance Joseph did. I don't know if it's just his physical appearance or what, but he looks like a a stern uh, grandpa, maybe. Exactly, like exactly, and. Uh, Especially with uh, the success he had with the Bears this year, hopefully um, that is not an anomaly. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens this year. You know, we st- we still got a lot of good players, so if we can just get our coaching staff uh, to keep the hold our players accountable and not be whatever stupid, then and we can avoid some injury. I think Broncos have a good shot of being competitive next year. We will see good defense still, right? And yeah, uh, Packers though they went the opposite. They went the Young Rams coordinator style, Matt LaFleur, who was actually the Titans offensive coordinator, yeah. uh, was the Rams uh, OC before last year with McVay, but wanted to call, like, run his own show because McVay obviously had his hand in the offense with L.A. Um, before that, he was, like, uh, quarterbacks coach for the Falcons under Matt Ryan when they went to the Super Bowl. So he's been worked with a lot of good quarterbacks, uh, was one of the hot, young, younger uh, candidates in the market. So I was happy when the Packers got him. Uh, we need, They need a change from... McCarthy to someone else, and they went a pretty good way to open up the offense with Rodgers. So it's pretty exciting yeah. for the Packers as well, uh, because anything Rams like, and every, people are like talking up the McVay angle, like oh McVay this, McVay that. Well, yeah, because uh, you know the way his system has been working and modernizing offenses, and if Lafleur has a modern style of calling plays um, and opening up the team to have it play more like the Chiefs and the Rams and that style of offense, I'm all for it. So yeah, it's exciting. So it's gonna uh, exciting look hire, forward yeah. to next year's season and. Uh, you know, with the storyline playing out like it is uh, for the Super Bowl this year, I think hopefully it might be, uh, you know, the Patriots began by playing the Rams. That's when their dynasty began. So hopefully it's... That's when it ends. Exactly. Okay. It begins and ends. Yeah, so your pr- both our prediction is Rams uh, money line, Rams right? money line. Hit it. And then might well over... The, might well hit the plus... If it goes to three or if it goes to three, I might hit the I might hit that number, just to yeah. get it. But um, just in case the and Patriots then I got over point, you know. I got over six fifty six and a half. Yeah, I got I took when I took them against the, with the it's actually gone down. It opened at fifty and went down to fifty six. Yeah, and, a half down, and so. so I uh, the only thing that scares me is like I mean even if it was the over under from last year, I was at forty four I think. Yeah. 
and uh, they went over. I mean, they scored like they 70 points. They could be points. a slow for it could be a slow. I'm bang, that's what I'm banking. I really like the under in the first half because I think it's gonna be a slow start to the game, like a 14-7, start to the game, which would be under 27, obviously. And then it's gonna second half is gonna score. They're gonna have like you know back and forth 50 points like open up kind of. So I, I like I lean the over as well if it's 56 and a half. I like the under when it was 58 just because 58 seemed like a weird number. Uh, but I like the. I think that definitely it's more it's fun to bet the over in the Super Bowl for sure. Well, I mean, so. the it's fa- that is favored because it's like minus one fifteen or something. Yeah, they yeah you get less of a payout. So yeah, so um, you know, good luck to both teams. Hopefully, uh, the Rams win so I can hit my bets. Yeah, there you go. And good luck with your prop bets tomorrow. Um, so uh, moving on, we're gonna go into some UNLV basketball real quick. Currently, well, before going into today's Utah State game, they were eleven and nine. They were five and three in conference play, but uh, after today, they're probably eleven and ten, five and four in conference play. Uh, going into today, they were tied for fourth place with Boise State in the overall Mountain West standings. They lost their uh, last game to rival Nevada Reno uh, at the Thomas and Mack Center. Pretty much got spanked. Um, and the Runner Rebels were looking get, to get back in the column after two straight losses at San Diego State and, like I just mentioned, Nevada. Um, they won the five of its last eight games and is led b- by scoring senior guard Chris Clyborne, senior guard Amari Hardy, and freshman forward Joel Natumbwe. I always fr- I always mess that up. Uh, sophomore forward Mbak. I can't even pronounce these names sometimes. Mbekwe? Yeah, Mbekwe Diong. Uh, Diong, yeah. And uh, Ntambwe are the team's leaders in rebounding, while senior guard Noah Robotham leads in assists. Robotham. Dave, start watching some Rebel Dude, games. I'm... T- I watch them. I'm just I'm just, they just they just get so much smashed. It's hard to all I know from listening. Not fall just listening to the game on the radio. When I was riding here, so that's why. I mean, I've, there I you go. Perfect. Listen. No, that's perfect. That helps me out. Um, I'm not a rebel expert by any means, but I. I so, what do you think? The rebels obviously started off Mountain West Conference play pretty strong, but are kind of plateauing now. Uh, they played in a shit conference against some shit teams, and now finally, you know, they're playing higher competition and some of the better teams in the Mountain West, so it's not really working out for them. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not very good. What do you, you know, what are you going to say? Most people aren't super happy with uh, the Rebel direction. They think they should be better, but it's not, you know, it's just kind of a mediocre to lower level uh, program right now. And it's, we'll see. I don't know if it's Menzies or what, but they're kind of, uh, people obviously will be asked, you know, bitching and moaning here in Vegas after the season. Luckily, they don't care as much now, though, with the Golden Knights and the Raiders and stuff like that. So um, it's just kind of crazy to think that. Rebel football has been probably a little better or more thought of highly right now than Rebel basketball. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. No one really goes to the games because <coughs> who wants to go to a team that gets? I mean, they were winning earlier. At, they were five and zero in the conference, but no one was going. And then they started playing some of the better teams like Nevada and at Air Force because Air Force is tough to play at and San Diego State. They've been racking up a few L's, which was what people thought. So right, it's not right. like I'm not ripping on them too much. They had some injuries. Um, so we'll see, but they just don't have that big stud. Even one NBA draft player last year with McCoy, um, mm-hmm. one and done. They didn't have that this year. So, yeah, we'll see. But uh, Rebel uh, basketball. If you want to go down and watch basketball, easy, cheap ticket to watch, and they'll have, uh, come up here soon. It's ba- you know it's college basketball season, so it's conference championships here in Las Vegas. You'll have the WCC, the Mount West, the Pac-12. So a lot of a lot of live basketball to go to, which is nice. Not just the Rebels. It's all. A lot of different conferences. Exactly, which is a fun time of year. 
Uh, moving on to Vegas Golden Knights, they're currently 29 and 23rd in the Pacific Division. Uh, lost last night after their first game back from the All Star break to Carolina, where they uh, no were flurry last night. No though, flurry, uh, which is they rare. Lost five to two to the Hurricanes. Uh, they continue their four game road trip today in Florida against the Panthers, then Tuesday in Tampa Bay, and then in Detroit on Thursday, February seventh, and then come back home to hello to host the Columbus Blue Jackets. They have picked um, it up lately, but there is one stat, not trying to be negative, but um, their record against teams with winning records is not very good. So, like, the top teams, uh, at one point, they have picked up, like, 5-12 and 12 <coughs> against the top teams ahead of them in both, like, conferences. So, I mean, the record has picked up lately. They had one nice little streak, but uh, we'll see they're playing better. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. It's just a matter of the matchup they have and mm-hmm. if they're good enough to beat some of those top teams, yeah. uh, like the Sharks and... Uh, other team, obviously, at the top of the division. So, yeah. So uh, we have a little bit of time left before the we got to start thinking about playoffs, but um, it'll be here before we know it. It's already February, Dave. Exactly. No more football. It's kind of depressing. Uh, exactly. College, but we got basketball. basketball. We can focus on basketball. Well, uh, there is that Alliance Football League of America, whatever it's called, starting on yeah. uh, next it's not real weekend. football. But if you're really desperate, you can watch that to get a little bit. Of, you might see a few players. I mean, I'd be like, interested to well, see. Well, also, it. if you're a college football fan, you might be like, "Oh, I remember that guy," or the, and might leave some guys get guys jobs in the NFL. So I'm all for more football. I don't know if I'll ever like you know plan my day around it or bet on it if you even can do that. But like, I mean, I think it'll be interesting, Raj. Hopefully, it's on a, a little bit in- more of a caliber of quality as like the AFL was. Yeah, I think it'll be you know, Well, and then they also have the XFL coming out too. There are like a couple different football leagues that uh, allegedly will be out in the next two years. So, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of competitive competition for yeah. football viewership. Football viewership all year long. And that might just burn people out a little more. I'm sure the NFL doesn't like that fact because part of the NFL's charm is you wait until it happens again. You know, if it was all year longer, all year long, you wouldn't want yeah, it to happen again. So exactly. you want to overexpose the product and generally even if it's not your product, it's football in general. So it's right. Yeah. All right. And uh last topic we're gonna discuss today is uh the UFC released on Monday. UFC announced that the uh, UFC two twenty nine could be versus McGregor, which took place on Saturday, October sixth at T Bowl Arena, set new records for attendance, um, which was twenty thousand Thirty-four and ticket revenue just over seventeen point one million for UFC in Las Vegas. In addition to the eighty-six point four million in total economic output, this the study conducted that. Uh, where are we at here? The study concluded that the landmark event also contributed seventeen point two million in salaries and wages, and supported the estimated four hundred and fourteen jobs in the Southern Nevada market. Visitors attending events related to UFC 229 were responsible for estimated $3.7 million in public revenue uh, revenues in Nevada. This marks the largest economic impact for a single UFC event measured globally to date. Wow. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, now UFC has their new deal with ESPN, so like they're... Fight nights are on ESPN Plus, so it's trying to get people to buy that, like uh, insiders. Yeah, they're trying to. Which I haven't mo- done yet, but maybe I will. It depends. I, don't I, mean, know. It's I have so much cheap. sports. It's five bucks a month, whatever, and you get to read all. It's like the ESPN Plus columns on their website and stuff like that, and then you have access to some Content. of their archives and shows and Peyton Manning's like secret 
X's and O's session and shit yeah. like that, and Kobe's secret session. They're really that, yeah. trying to push people to this. App. And I get, I mean, yeah, there's like fights on there. I mean, like I said, it depends on the month for me. I'm not dying to have it, but I guess I probably will just because I like to watch a lot of sports. So if they have stuff in there, I want to see. Um, they had some decent stuff that was on extra on demand ESPN on my on my uh, cable that was interesting on NBA stuff that I didn't need the plus membership for. So that was cool. So. There's a lot of extra stuff if you have uh, decent, you know, DirecTV or uh, or Contour or things like that. So yeah, what the what the hell did we talk about the UFC thing though? What happened? Oh, Conor and Khabib got fined by the Nevada Athletic Commission, yeah. and Khabib claims he'll never fight in Nevada again because he was fined like half a million dollars, and he'll only fight like in New York or overseas, and he claims he'll never fight again. Um, Connor, I guess, might pay it to fight again. And not that he's not fighting after UFC. It's just like, well, I'm not going to fight any events held in Nevada to get licensed there and give you any money. So it was that whole melee after the fight when there was when the crowd and stuff like that. They, right. both, they were both fine. So that was some bigger news this week when it, um, involving both those fighters. So dang, shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, UFC, crazy. I mean, kind of different platform to get now. They got a new little WWE ish with it. They uh, got new championship belts that um that are okay. I don't know. People were mad. I thought they were just like, averagely good. They look more like kind of toy belts and boxing or wrestling belts. But, all toy belts. Yeah, but it was marketing reasons. But yeah, they have new style of their championship belts. I guess for now, I don't know if they're gonna change them up. But it looked like that was the new style going forward. So and all of the uh, every weight class is the same. How do you feel? You know, you're kind of eh about them. All right. I didn't think I wasn't so mad. Some people are like super mad about it, but I didn't think that regular UFC belts were anything special. They're just kind of like generic big. WCW big gold belt kind of exactly version, exactly so. so just whatever yeah. whatever they want to do um and as far as everything we wanted to podcast about today that pretty much covers it um good luck to everyone out there with their swirl bets with their uh whatever regular uh weekly sports bets that you're making um I know I'm going to be watching the game here because with uh, Deegan my uh one and a half year old it's just easier to just be at home and mm -hmm. let him run around and not have to worry about him fucking up other people's shit yeah. so super parties are okay depends who you go with and what the deal is and the cost and what you know uh, when we were at a couple years ago and they had the autograph stuff that was cool like remember they were like raffling off it was like you know at a casino ballroom and like tv oh, yeah, or like that, we that. That, yeah. that they had like aaron Rodgers helmets but they had like you know yeah we were keeping Broncos our fingers helmets, crossed but I mean, there's a lot of people, like probably like 500 people. Yeah, there's a least. lot of people in a ballroom. In a ballroom, maybe like meant 700. I don't know, but it was ticketed. But your dad got the sweet comp, so he yeah, didn't, yeah, they had food and you had to pay for your drinks. No, I don't even remember. No, you just tip for your drinks. I think possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a good time. Yeah. That was the Falcons game. That yeah, was the Falcons, Falcons uh, Patriots uh, comeback. That was two years ago. Exactly, so exactly. So, um, so yeah, everyone out there, until uh, our next podcast. Take it easy, and uh, we'll chat then. Go Rams money line. <laughs>